to the sideline podcast for this week's edition so we've got here jack tom and k-dog and this week myself rob um hello so, robert hello there um <laughs> so yeah it's been a bit of an up and down week in sports obviously we've had some pretty interesting scandals Ooh. um also we've had some pretty big news and we'll follow on from the big news and that is that zinedine zidane has been reappointed as their manager of Real Madrid after stepping down only what seemed to be under one year ago. So, what are our thoughts on that, boys? Well, it's a good move, isn't it? I mean, his yeah. track record uh, proves that it's a good move. Yep. He won them the championship, so... Yep. Uh, nothing wrong with that. Champions League, and it was like three years in a row he's won them the Champions League. Yep. I mean, do you reckon he can do it again without Ronaldo? Yep. You got anything mm. in your uh, vocabulary besides a simple... Well, yep. you were talking like about... Say? His relationship with yeah. Gareth Bale before. Yeah. And uh, what's your problem? You don't want to elaborate on that? I wasn't talking about that. K-Dog was. Oh. Yeah, K-Dog brought it up before. Oh, okay. he had a bad attitude. Oh, that's what I thought. Well, that's what, that's that what not the, the case? tabloids were saying. I thought um, he didn't have a good relationship with... Zinedine Zidane. Yeah, that's... that's yeah, Zidane just doesn't like him as oh, a player. Yeah. Yeah. So he's out, basically. Oh, okay. Uh, if if yeah, well, if Zidane comes back, I don't think that Bale will stay there very long. And well, I don't think that, Real will do much better than they are doing now. Then, but I think that they will make a signing. They have to. They won't. They Real Madrid. They have so gonna, much money. That's so gonna. They will. That's gonna cover for Ronaldo and Bale. Maybe. Where do you think Bale's gonna go? How? Hazard. He's gonna go to Hazard. <laughs> no, Hazard is gonna come to Real Madrid. Yeah. Where do we think Bale's going? Bale could go back to Spurs. Could be going back to Spurs, back to Spurs. or Man U might make a bid for him like they already did. Mm. Hmm. I don't know if injury is injury prone. I think he'd be it'd be a fairy tale if he went back to Spurs because he'd be really he'd be well suited there. Mm. It's just a problem because you got because they're shit. You got Ericsson, Kane, and you got Son who are all firing and Ali. But where the hell are you going to play Bale? Ericsson, Ericsson can play further back. Well, Bale, even even the, there's hmm. the rumors that. Ericsson may go to Real Madrid as well, so they could just do a swap a swap for each player and a bit of money here and there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Talking about Tottenham. New stadium. Oh, yeah. Good Ooh. move. Um, yeah, apparently, from what <laughs> I've seen, everyone's going off about the corner and the space in the corner. Yeah. You know what? This is my view it's on not it. Enough. Toughen up, do more legs when you're at the gym and yeah, you'll be fine. You only need I, I, about... I, I don't think they should have to. Why should they have to? They should just... Oh, it's not just Tottenham as well. It's all teams that have to play there. Should just It should well, just be the same. Why, they do, they why do is have, there a two-metre corner? They why? Do, they do have plenty of room. There's just that little concrete circle there that's kind of blocking their run-up. So if they just put some artificial turf we'll over We'll have it. to wait until it starts. But okay. I genuinely think that you will be seeing a lot more short corners well, at Tottenham. Hmm. Which shouldn't happen. Well, the first game will, is in or April. Yeah. Because they've thank, they've got now they're because they're in the quarterfinals of the Champions League that enables them to show off the stadium. I think that's going to be the first game. Is yeah. The the uh, quarterfinal leg. So 
it'll be interesting to see what on earth what on earth happens there. So was it, was it just a mistake or was it planned that they were just going to make corners like a run up shorter? Well, we don't we don't really know. But oh, I'm, we, you'd assume it'd be a mistake. Yeah, oh, it okay. has to be a mistake. Yeah. Well, it's still got time. But it's can... a mistake that they can't really fix because it's not. It's not like there's a break between the fans and the pitch, is there? What if oh. you push back the ad the ad boards a bit and sort of but add on the ad more. boards on the they're sort seats. of a, no, they're a bit more forward. So you got the one barrier more, from what I saw, and so then you got more the other of a board. modern style stadium. So what if you move the boards back a bit and you you still have time to add in a bit of you could, more but that'd probably that'd, that'd probably just delay everything. Well, <laughs> that'd be whatever funny it takes to have the, a because it's. It will be detrimental to the game if they can't have proper corners. Well, yeah. UEFA, at the end of the day, UEFA are the ones that have to sort of... Um, the thing is, teams will complain. And UEFA... They, they'll make, they will make that like their excuse, and technically they, they would have a case. Well, how long would it take for them to... You can't say that you do have enough room for a corner, because it's like, how many steps is it? Three steps? They could probably push back a row of seats in, in under a month. It's, oh. not, it's not the seats, it's... It's the ad board, like Robert yeah. Saying, well, so when they push back the seats, they can push back the ad push boards. Back the, push back the seats, so that's too late to be doing that sort of stuff. You reckon? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The is going to inspect the pitch as well, and they're going to be mm-hmm. like, "This, it's, it's not worth. Like, you, we can't have." I've seen a here. photo. It's really not out of the realm of possibility that they can play on it. <laughs> I think it's because if you you have to you have to see that next to an actual pitch. Yeah. To see okay. the, the difference. Yeah. Because you might look at that and just go, oh, it's a soccer pitch. Yeah. But if you see the amount of space that people actually have when they're taking a corner compared to that, mm. you'll be like, oh, okay. And the amount it's of space. It's a bit tighter than you think. They actually yeah. use, like, when they take the corner as yeah. well. So. But if you th- it just think about the little uh, circle where you have to place the ball, yeah. how small that is. Mm. Like, just you put the ball in the center of, the center of that, there's not that much room around it. Mm. So yeah. that little yeah. tiny thing is the, is the size of a football. Imagine how big a person is standing next to that corner. So it was, you wouldn't have Akin it'd be Fenwar. It'd be two steps. Okay. Like, Taking so, a corner there. He, well, anyway. Obviously, everyone would like there to be a bigger space, but there's really not much they can do about it that I can no. think of, other than pushing a row of seats back, which is might be out of the question. Mm. That's such a big task. I feel like unless, Rob, unless what Rob was saying is true, that there, there is a space between the ad boards and the seats, which means you can just push the ad boards back and then yeah. it's fine. Well, it's too late to do the seats thing, so that's probably the only realistic option is push mm. the ad boards back and yeah. add in an extra bit of turf so that, you know, you don't have to do a short con every second bloody time. Do you think that um, Tottenham having a new stadium will have a negative or positive effect on the game at all, or do you think it'll just be basically the same? Because uh, I know we've seen with West well, Ham... They've got a new stadium, and for the first season, they still getting used to it. But now they're showing that they're they're used to it, and they're well, well, what are they eighth or something? Doing Which well. is something that you know they're not used. They're not used. They're to usually that they're usually a bit further 10th, down. 11th. Yeah. No, I think Spurs. Obviously, it's it's pretty obvious. Spurs have stru- tr- uh, struggled to attract crowds week in week out at Wembley. Um, I think Spurs can make it somewhat of a fortress. I mean. They've obviously that end one of the ends at the new stadium. They've sort of modelled it on something like um, at Dortmund, the yellow brick wall. So it's massive. Um, but yeah, I think they can make it work. Definitely, I think they can make it a really intimidating atmosphere too. Playing there, yeah, I think so as well. I think it will, I think in the long term it'd be positive. But I'm I'm thinking that they they will take a while to get used to but it. Exactly. Are you saying it's gonna like what factors in the long term will affect gameplay? 
Like once they settle in and they feel comfortable to it, will they play any better or any worse? Well, fans, than the, well, yeah. So exactly. you're saying the fact just a different feel feels like home because they, at the moment they've been playing in a Wembley. stadium that isn't theirs. Okay. I'm pretty sure for Chelsea, a whole season, and that's gonna happen. Oh. And it does have an effect. Yeah. And that, when you're playing at oh, home yeah. compared to mm. somewhere that's not actually your stadium, it does yeah. it does have an effect. But mm. then your home has that tiny corner. But yeah, then your home has a fucking two-step well, corner. Chelsea, <laughs> Chelsea are going to have to go through what Spurs are going through right now, and they're going to have to play at Wembley for God for maybe a season or two when their stadium goes under. I hope, the and they, never, they, 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 they should oh. never get rid of Anfield. Anfield's too way too historic to get rid of. You mean Stanford mm-hmm. Bridge? No, I'm saying I'm talking about Anfield. I'm saying I hope. Oh, never, I thought we talking about Chelsea. Yeah. I know, I know, but the Chelsea thing's already gone through. They're doing yeah. that. Yeah. I'm saying Liverpool. What? I hope that never happens. Yeah. yeah oh, okay. Because I want oh, that. Have sta- they destroyed any historic no. stadiums? They haven't destroyed them, yeah, but they've refurbished they've moved them. people in, into new stadiums. They've basically. added a massive stand. I think Anfield's just way too like. There's well, just too like, much yeah. like history about Anfield. What about that the Stanley just makes Park so thing? Special. Remember the Stanley Park thing? The a couple of years back, when the American investors in Liverpool wanted to yeah. build a new ground called Stanley Park and knock down Anfield, yeah, no, which was just and ridiculous. It, did, well, it didn't happen because no one wouldn't, Cause no a, one would allow it to happen. Because at the moment we've got big stadiums that have passed through on the bill to be renovated. You got Barca, basically, well, they need a roof. <laughs> they don't have a roof on the stadium, and then there's also Real Madrid's new stadium. And when we say when yeah. we say roof. Like their fans aren't covered. Yeah, not, there, not there's the pitch. no. The fans have no. There's roof. literally one stretch so, like, of yeah. roof. So it's a big stand, and the members are just like um, up, up in the gods, like well, with the fucking clouds. Yeah. <laughs> Did they build this stadium cheaply, or the camp, like no. what the hell? It's an old. No, fashioned it's just an old stadium. stadium. It's, it's just an old. old. It's been there for ages. Real Madrid so. oh, okay. are going to put yeah. a. They're going to make their stadium. The Bernabeu is going to be enclosed. Mm. Oh, be completely. A, you're completely enclosed. Right. Sort of like I don't know what's the team with an enclosed Schalke. Victory. Ooh, that's yeah true ta- yeah it's true <laughs> yeah the team i don't like to talk about um yeah all right that's enough so on that moving Stadium on talker. to russell westbrook so we talked about what russell westbrook a couple of weeks ago uh, we were talking about the fans being too close um because he got touched and he complained about that and now a child and now it's sort of come back into the news like this idea of fans maybe having too much um interaction too much interaction with the players like it's just yeah i was i was i was agreeing with him i think that you know they have way too much interaction for people who are just gonna you know abuse it like so if you haven't seen the story today uh a guy said to westbrook get on your knees uh yeah and And expletively well what did he actually say for context I'm not going to say the no, word, but get on your word, get on your knees, and then he said, said the the yep. n word, said yeah. the n word, which is used against African Americans. And then mm-hmm. Westbrook responded absolutely terribly, but um, but you got to understand, like you, this is racism. Well, yeah, I feel his response was completely warranted, and his response was warranted. When you respond to something like that, then, you have to yeah. be on that. The level he responded is fair enough for what had happened to him. Obvi- That's what yeah. I'm saying. Obviously, at mm. first. Without yeah, I'm not any... sure. Uh, I think it's probably fair to say he'll bash him, but I don't know why you have to say I'll bash you and your wife. Yeah, yeah but you in the it's moment. It's obvious that yeah, he's in the moment. He's in the moment. And so yeah, I, I guess we can excuse him, but it's still not between, right. There's a difference between saying something out of anger and in response to something like that, and saying something that's a genuine threat and genuinely meaning he's going to bash the wife and bash the husband. 
I don't think in a million years he would ever bash well, some fan's wife. They obviously no. get, they said it because they wanted a response out of him and they knew that he, he would do it. it. That's why they yeah. targeted, obviously, it. him. Um, he always, he, he responds a lot. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's, he's always been a big believer that fans have way too much freedom, essentially, mm. in the stadium when they, when I agree that they shouldn't, like, because they're fans. They're not, yeah. they, as much as people want to have the experience of being part of the game, you're not part of the game. So you need to but st- take a step back. Unlike soccer or footy, it's like a small playing area. And I don't think fans okay, yeah. should have to sit back but did you five see, metres. Did you see where this guy was sitting? Uh, literally sitting. You can literally, you could have seats that aren't on the next to the bench. Yeah. Like the, the basketball players essentially sit with the fans mm. on their level. Even if that guy, that should, even if that that guy was back like six seats, he'd still be able to yell that out. I think it was a bit closer. I think it was like maybe two or three rows back from where he was. Even if they pushed the he seats back. He was on back. the same level as him. Yeah, I know, but he was literally two or three rows from away. What do you mean? When he said it. He was like, so... No, I thought, but I thought that he had the seats next to the bench. Yeah, but he wasn't in the front row. He was like maybe two or three rows behind. So he wasn't courtside. So basically... No. Right, in the so video, it looks like he's looking forward. They're not, they're not going to see it on the podcast. So basically, here's the bench. Mm. And then you've obviously got the end of the court where all the seats are behind yeah, the basket. Yeah, I understand, yeah. And then two or rows so behind. Just, yeah. It looked on the video like that he was looking forward into the front row talking to him while he was on the bench, but maybe not. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way. It's pretty ridiculous what well, happened. So, they should be separated, at least, but in some like, way. Well, we have some this sort of hockey, like, glass yeah. shield not, wall. Not necessarily no, a glass no. shield wall, but something. Like, there's nothing there. Well, what, name, yeah. what can they... That could prevent them from yelling something like that out. It's it's really hard. It's it even not, happens in the footy though. But it's we it's had about, happens in the yeah. footy. Yeah. I remember we it's had this not about yell, It's not even ago. about the yelling though, because he, last week he got actually physically touched by a child. Who? But well, it doesn't matter. Yeah. No, but it's but not, it not a, it's not a constant problem. People yeah. being touched. But that's what we said. La- we said last week it wasn't a constant problem. Yeah. But now it's come back up. But this wasn't. This was verbal. This is something you're not going to really stop it's at still, a game. Yeah, but it's still the same situation. Same situation. Fans have way too much freedom. But how do you stop someone verbally interacting with? I think with the physically, players the if if you feel okay, it's just 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 on a on a level of how where the fans think they are, they are literally in comparison to the players. If they're sitting on the same level as them on the bench, they think they are at the same standard as them, so they can say whatever the fuck they want. To so them. you think if they sit above them, they're going to think they're at a lower standard? Not above them, behind them. Okay. All because right. if they're sitting next, like if you're sitting next to a basketball player, you're going to be like, fuck. It's like, okay. I'm 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 important. Yeah, which they I do. know. I see what you mean. It's like, hey, you're not actually on another level yeah. than me. I'm just sitting next to you. I'm I could literally reach out and touch I, you. I'm, yeah, I'm just you. as good at whatever I do. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I paid good amount of exactly. money to sit I paid money to sit here, so I, I can say what I want to. I think yeah. it's in, it's just the fact that they think they're entitled to do whatever the hell they want. Well, it doesn't sound like an easy fix then. No, it do, it's not an easy fix at all. Unless but, they change every basketball state. But I think it need they need to be behind, at least behind. Like yeah. you I can't be like, sitting. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy how they sit next to them on the bench. Like, yeah. Mm. But w- what else does that happen in? Yeah. Nothing. There's I feel not like really it, any other sport where it, you it, sit it, next to the athlete. Yeah. It takes another player to come out and say something because it's always just been Westbrook and yeah, and then knows. Westbrook's gonna look like he's sooking, which yeah. he's not because yeah, he has a point. The reason why people try and get a reaction out of Westbrook is he's a very sensitive guy yeah. so he reacts pretty easily to the minimalist of things but it, I wouldn't say either of those things are minimal because I think as much as obviously this one's a lot worse getting called that obviously because he's not going to oh I'm not trying that. to say this is but, minimal but last week even when he got touched I I like 
the fact that anyone can do that is shouldn't. It That's shouldn't more or less the parenting. The argument shouldn't even be about whether Westbrook's in the right or wrong because he's in the right in both instances. Yeah, he I mean. has the right so to be mad. He's not sucking in. There any should way. be no touching the players or yelling stuff like that guy did to the players. Similar yeah. in the AFL, Adam Goods, uh, he didn't really react much. Yeah. To what the people said to him, but it, it, what they said, it shouldn't go on. It's got nothing to do with Russell Westbrook. No, Russell and, Westbrook. and the fans did get banned for life. life. They should yeah. be. Well, it's yeah. permanent. It's they in, did. It says permanently. Yeah. So yeah, and they just need to what advertise that and like show more people that these are the consequences. Like if you're gonna pay these seats, you need to show some respect. Mm. I feel like that's the way they got to do it. Well, that, that that's the way they will do it because they're but they're about the money over. Yeah player welfare and then yeah. if the player if another if it happens to another player or another player comes out and does something maybe then finally they'll but this probably hasn't happened but what could they so do long, exactly yeah this no, but it's so happened before though yeah but it's it hasn't just happened sort of moved often. people have just glanced over it because it hasn't happened so frequently yeah, it hasn't yeah. occurred as often as it is at now the now by yeah. saying occurring you mean fan interactions with the players yes because i remember a clip where after the match, LeBron was walking into the change rooms and some lady calls him like a yeah. bitch. It was or in the something. finals. It was yeah. Remember that? Yeah. The finals yeah. two or three yeah. years ago. Yeah. But so it's like even you know even off the fans are going to do what they want to do and there's no way yeah, but you're going to stop them even yeah. after the game even if they have them closed off during the game there's going to be some way to interact with them. Yeah, yeah. I I know that that's going to happen, but I still think that like what we were saying before, if you if you're on the same level as the players, you think that you're allowed to do whatever you want. But that saying that's, that's going to stop some do if you if some douchebag is willing to say what this if this douchebag is willing but to say what he said in public at an NBA game he's not going to care what level he's sitting on whether he's yeah. behind them above them below them beside him yeah, yeah. I feel well, like some, again, someone like, like that's going to say it no matter what we're saying like some douchebag but like what's who's some douchebag is that like this guy a guy who's going to pay that much idiots. amount to sit mm. at that seat that's a definition of a douchebag like that's a that I just think it's an un- uh, not a douchebag. It's just an uneducated moron. Yeah. But so you say uneducated, but how, how how has he got those seats if he's an uneducated moron? Well, he could. His parents could have had a lot of money. Mate, you don't have to be. You don't have to be smart to have a lot of money. Was yeah. he? A f- he was a fan of the other team. Obviously. He's a Utah fan. Yeah, because he was in yeah. Utah. But like, ask yourself this: How many times do you abuse players from the other team when you're watching your? F- team well, when you're supporting your team well on the couch what or then at mean? the actual game at the game and on the couch not not, yeah but it's game. within the context of the sport you're not insulting them personally yeah no in the oh, context okay. of the sport i wouldn't insult them personally no way no it's yeah. just stupid and they're not gonna <laughs> they're not gonna I'm react to there's no way it. you're gonna stop it yeah. stop some guy at the game saying whatever he wants do it, need it does happen s- people do say what they want at some yeah. games but because at say like at the footy it's a lot further away. Actually, maybe they just you need can to report people and stuff like that. But at the NBA, obviously, because they're I, real close. I thought maybe penalties such as fines for saying stuff like that. Yeah, or that's getting, already well, in that, place. Well, that's though. in place and getting that's banned. How much place. did the guy get fined? He got banned for. Life. He got. He didn't yeah, even. Right. He got banned permanently. They should yeah. put. Ex- but yeah, should really high be... money fines for people who say stuff like that. And the ban. And of course, the ban. Well, I'm like sure these things are already in place fine. though. Look, there needs to be more. Fine and money. Yeah, but that it's already fine. There needs to be something more harsh in place Take for these sort of instances. <laughs> That's it not illegal. No. Racial, racial, well, abuse. racial abuse. M- isn't, yeah, yeah. isn't that like a... Yeah, but what's racial abuse going to get you? Stuff on the wrist. What I'm if pretty fine. sure there's been like laws about that forever. Education <laughs> courses. Yeah. Education courses to make them aware of like why. Gonna, no, that's like not going to stop, stop that stubborn yeah. people. 
No. Like, it's that's not going to stop person. anyone. Yeah, no, you're right. It's only one person. There's always the outliers. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's yeah. not really a, it's not really something we can would solve. You, then, would, you, would you say if he just said, get on your knees? See, that's that's it, could be within the context of the sport. Could no. that be all right? Get on your knees. You're doing bad or something. No, it's, no. it's no, definitely still. it's definitely the bad. Get on your knees. It's I think still, he crossed the line when he said the M word. I only crossed still the line when say he said get on your knees. The moment he said get, he crossed the line because he was already already going in a bad direction. You could say get out of here. No, I reckon. No. Well, why would get on your knees be necessarily over the line? Okay, we're not going to really break down the phrase "get on your knees" because that's to me that's not like racist or anything. It can be. Well, if you're thinking the about behind no, it, can but definitely be racist. Yeah, the context. Yeah, but that's like 100%. if you call someone boy and they're African American, that was once yeah. considered racist. But in, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. Anything matter. you say could be twisted how to be it offensive. It doesn't matter how it offends Tom, the white person. No, I'm not saying. But it matters how it offends. Russell Westbrook, the black African-American basketball player. Yeah, but that's, that sentence is genuinely not an offensive sentence, right? Look, Get we need to think about it. Well, maybe him, it might be. I don't think that's saying, ever been used as a, an offensive sentence. Saying get on your knees... It, you, it definitely can be. you could got to think about it this way. What if his ancestors were slaves back in it the early like, like 1900s? Yeah. It get on your knees you really is definitely... Okay, what if, the fam was, really what if the fam was African-American as well? No, no. What if he was though? If would he you, was, would you, then would you still... I don't think Russell Westwood would be happy with it either way. No, he would be happy. Would he still get it? Just as pissed. He, still get he wouldn't be just as pissed. I reckon but the, the, the guy. Yeah. I don't think he yeah. would be oh, just as. Yeah. Mm. I reckon he would have been just as angry if it was an African American dude that said it to him. I. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, anyways, and this is all happening from the opposition team, that fans as well. So it's just. Well, obviously, his own fans won't. Yeah, pull him well, out, but you never know. So just you a never bit know. Of respect. There's, there's some people that do that as well. Yeah. To their own players, which is which is just another level. Um, but yeah, all right. Yeah. Going more on the basketball though. More into basketball, yeah. LeBron, uh, LeBron James. this week passed MJ on the all-time scorers list. It's a shame the Lakers suck though. Yeah, but no. that's another story. Um. <laughs> So, does this strengthen LeBron, LeBron's case on being the greatest of all time? Well, I feel like we've touched on the GOAT status before in an earlier podcast. And I, we talked about stats and how a player holds himself, and those two together will But I would say that LeBron probably, LeBron probably is quite and also similar we, we, in the way that he holds himself We talked himself about MJ. a feeling I still think MJ's towards the goat, a player as well. We mm, talked about that, right? Yeah. We talked about, And I feel the feeling around Michael Jordan is he's like above everyone else. I said mm. it a couple of podcasts ago and I'm still standing by it. Michael Jordan is the GOAT. Yeah. Look at this. Oh, LeBron James, yeah, he's made... Mm, Statistically, 10, he's... 10, 11 good. NBA finals. He's won four. He's lost about six or seven... It's a team game, series. Yeah. Yeah. MJ had a better team. Michael game. Jordan... What, six from six. But let's not take it away from him. He... Mm. It, yeah, team game. But look at the numbers he still put up regardless of the fact he had Scottie Pippen. You know... Dennis Rodman, Steve mm. Kerr, these players. Okay, would still... you say that? Um, so let's say, so like LeBron, right? Yeah. Would you say it's easier for him to get points because he's on a worse team, or do you think it would be harder for him to get points because he has no other better players around I, him? I like think no matter what team he played for, he's going to be a standout and yeah. he's just going to dominate. Yeah. yeah but, but what Rob said there was like, 
Look at how many points Michael Jordan got with that with team. The good, with the better team. Oh, LeBron's yeah. definitely... So LeBron, let's say LeBron has a better team. Do you think his stats go up or do you think they go down? Well, I think do to you me... Do think someone else takes the points off him or do you think he still gets that same amount of points but more assists? Well, would we all agree that LeBron on paper is looking like the better NBA player? No. 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 Not no at the way. moment, but I think... Well, there's still time. Wait, when did Michael Jordan retire? What 03. Huh? 03. Well, how old was he doing that? 38, 39. Okay, and LeBron's getting there, isn't he? LeBron's 34. He'll be 35 at the end of this year. So he has the But potential. LeBron doesn't look like he's... Well, he yeah, he doesn't really look like he's slowing down, to be honest. So yeah, he's not slowing down, but at this he's point... He's still in the time top three players in the NBA, probably. Well, I think Kevin Durant's taken over that mantle now as the best player. But number one. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's not number one, but he's but, yeah. I think still there. Like For me... I think, what, do you reckon by this point in MJ's career, he'd slowed down? No. Not yet? No. no well, by no 34, way. wasn't he, he wasn't playing 34, the ball still. He by was, the time he was 33, 34, he was, I'm pretty sure, a part of the 97, 98 Bulls, which is regarded as one of the greatest teams of all time. And then he retired in 2000. Retired in 2000 and then came back just like that. Right. So, I think this is going to turn into one of those Messi Ronaldo opinion type things between yeah. Michael Jordan and it LeBron. Is. And but I I'm still going I'm still standing strong with what I reckon. I reckon Michael Jordan Michael. by the time my, by the time LeBron James retires cuz I I personally don't can't see him winning another ring. Yeah. Oh that's just okay, he may, but that's how I see it. He may I don't mm. reckon he'll win another ring. I think yeah, yeah, when it comes down to this when it comes down to like two players who are so similar, same like similar stats and whatever, it's who you enjoyed watching more. Exactly. And I, f- I feel like Michael Jordan had this crazy historical impact on basketball that's going to yeah. last forever. But I think that... Well, and LeBron I'm not saying LeBron hasn't well. had a crazy impact but or Tom he hasn't changed like the culture of basketball, but Michael Jordan is just like on a God level of in terms of the history of basketball. Yeah. Is that because of what you've been told? Yeah, that's a generational thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. A, so that, yeah, but so I think we it's going to live on. So when we were get, we yeah. were taught about basketball, we were told about Michael, Michael Jordan. You don't think yeah. you don't think kids now know about Michael Jordan? Of course they do. They no, will. No, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm trying oh, to say. Okay. What right. I'm trying to say is, it's like, so we, how personally, how many Michael Jordan games have you watched? I've watched highlights. I give a highlights of how like like how many games or just like one video maybe. I've watched hundreds of highlights. Yeah, I've watched Jordan. tons of hundreds of, them. of it. I haven't highlights. watched the game. But yeah. then, so that's yeah. what I mean, right? Yeah. So like when we were brought up. So, like, my uncle was the one who taught me about basketball. He said, you know, Michael Jordan's the GOAT, and that's what I knew straight away. He's the greatest of all time. Okay. And that, that was with me straight away. And so, we grew up with that, watching LeBron. Oh, so, yeah. And so, I get always, you. Michael Jordan is put on this pedestal for us because exactly. he's just etched in our brain as the greatest of all time. And that's so a very for, good point. For, Le- for LeBron to knock, up, knock that, lock him off the pedestal, he would have to do something pretty spectacular, you know? So, you're- so like, we'd have to be like, shit, like, Fuck, he was good. But so you could say, from what you're saying, by the time we, maybe in 20 years from now, it's going to be more clear. Uh, long after they've retired, which level, which level the goat status is going maybe. to stay up? Yeah, yeah. Because I think, yeah, it's just because before Michael That's a good Jordan, point. we grew up. It's interesting to think, like, I don't know. I, we'd have to ask, you know, I'd have to ask my uncle who was he told was the greatest of all time. He probably wasn't told anyone. He was probably the first person to watch basketball because we live in Australia, so you know. The yeah. first generation of basketball watchers was probably, you know, the Michael Jordan era. Mm. So before that, 
you know, who was who was considered who 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 did the kids get told was the greatest of all time. Yep. Well, and the, now like the generations below us as well, you could ask them and you could see like if they say LeBron or yeah Michael Jordan, oh. and I can tell you now, I think a majority would probably say LeBron just because really. They, Maybe yeah, yeah. C- uh, the younger generation is like pretty young. It depends though, because oh, then, yeah. because then again, the it's younger opinion. generation could still get told opinion. that MJ's going to have to talk to some kids and find out for themselves. Because like they, they could be watching LeBron's games. <laughs> I mean, you know, basketball talk. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basketball talk. Yeah. Ah, shit. <laughs> All right. Um. Oh. Okay. Rob, let's roll the intro. The reason he made the mistake, he should have been on the pitch in the first place. Because he's knackered. What is going on at this club? Do you know what I mean? My 15 year old son could do f***ing better than that. Fuck off you, you fat useless sack of fucking Yankee danky doodle shite. Newcastle have lost 1 0 to Sunderland for the fifth time in a row. Five times! Five fucking times! John Carver comes out before the game. He says, We're going to show effort and enthusiasm. What the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? That was a bunch of sackless, overpaid cunts who never even get up for the one game of fucking year that we'll give a shit about. You know what really grinds my gears? Um, I'm not even gonna say, you know, ask you what grinds my gears because this is, I feel, a much more serious topic and it's something that personally for me is the ultimate act of uh, cowardness. Um, and that is what happened on the weekend with. Jack Grealish, uh, the midfielder for Aston Villa and their captain, or on the field he was their captain, and um, how a fan for Birmingham, so it was a heated derby and a fan for Birmingham around the 20th minute, decides to uh, be a hero, jump over the fence, make a beeline straight for Jack Grealish, not only try to attack him, but try to punch him from behind. And for me, that's where... You know, it's just so cowardly what he did. What to go up to someone in any context and try and hit a bloke behind their back without them looking, it's just the ultimate disrespect and it is something that it it just infuriates me to know that people can still do this sort of stuff. And um, you know, good on Jack Grealish for the way he reacted because if that was me I would have gotten up straight away and I would have probably tried to beat the shit out of him. But this bloke here, he's a coward, a loser, and an uneducated prick. To go up and do that to someone, to try and hit someone from behind their back, it's just disgusting. And what he's copping, he got a sentence in jail for the next couple months. He deserves it. And, you know, I hope he does, you know, cop it in jail because... That is the last thing we want to see on the field. A coward, a cowardly punch with, you know, intentions of harming him. So, you know, good on the way Jack Grealish reacted. But, you know, to the guy that attempted to try and king hit him from behind, you know, you are an A-grade moron. Your parents did not bring you up the right way. And you just are the scum of the earth. Well, well said, said, Rob. Yeah, well said. Jeez. Um not only just his reaction as well, his, um, like, well, obviously his reaction, but then how how he played for the rest of the game, he went on to score the winner. Exactly. So, like, and it didn't phase him. No, no <laughs> Going way. back to fans interacting with players, that should not only be permanent ban and a fine, but that should be legal, of well, course. he's gone to jail and for a couple of months. The highest form of legal action taken. And, 
like we were saying as well, the amount of time he had to get across the field and to Jack Grealish to hit him in the back of the oh, head. Oh, the security no, personnel. I mean, that's once he's already over the fence. Terrible. Once he's already over the fence. But why they're do probably they get not fat, catching him. Why do they get fat cunts who can't run to run security? <sighs> it, this is my question. Why weren't they even... Because if, look, someone, because if, there, the, if that was a faster, more athletic person, they would have got him before he got to fucking Grealish. I mean, it's probably just a numbers thing. They probably do have... Probably because the athletic people don't want to be security guards. <laughs> yeah, they want to be cops and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> These blokes are basically blokes that... Didn't make really it through the police academy. Yeah. They have much of an education, probably, so they have yeah, to still, They do their job sometimes. You can have, you can have dumb they? athletic people. Oh, yeah. We just need someone who can be able to bloody run 10 metres faster than all the bloody... No, no, yeah, no but that guy, would, that guy would have had a head start on any security guard. Yeah. Yeah. He got over Think about it. Unless he, unless he jumps over right next to them and they take off when he does, he's got about a three-second head start on them. Do you think there needs to be more, then? No, this, that's not what's going to do it, I think. Fans would stop people doing that. Maybe something that yeah, they would got, take they something really that, that would take them longer to get over. That was that wasn't good. Fences weren't. Oh, no, I remember people over. get crushed well, against in fences. South America and in cases some European countries, most of their stadiums have they a have massive to. fence. They have Actually, to. Actually, maybe they could they're, have. they there. If so, if someone misses a penalty, they'll run onto the field and kill them. Actually, mm-hmm. maybe they could have more security and instead of you know bring them closer to the field so they can observe more of the fans, more of the fence. Mm. that the fans are on so they do have that time to react especially in a, like maybe not in a normal game but that's like one of the biggest derbies there is like that's like in terms of like fan rivalries that's one of the biggest derbies there is and the reason that guy targeted Grealish is because he's a Aston Villa home like he's home homegrown boy. Aston Villa he's a Birmingham boy captain from- so he yeah the Birmingham fan ran onto the field and fucking aimed for I him mean- straight away could they have like security guards that read the play? So when there's a play where players are necessarily huddled together, they have maybe security guards that would like uh, specifically look out for that play. It's not even that. It's just you have. It's, to, not, it's just for a derby, there should be just more security. Just I guess. keep an eye yeah. on the bloody crowd. That's all you need to do. If you didn't have your, ba- if they didn't have their stupid backs turned, mm. it wouldn't have been a problem because you would have seen. Well, aren't they looking at the? Fans? No, they were looking. No, they look at the they're game. looking at the game. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Mate, you it's don't stupid. get paid to watch the game. It's yeah, exactly. It's stupid. Dead set stupid. They, that, yeah, they probably love their job because they get to watch a free game of footy, but you know they don't uh, do it properly. Yeah. Mm. All right, we've just finished. Is that is JLT done now? Yeah. So JLT's now we've got yeah. a week. A week just and then over a week until the season starts, which is exciting. Off with so from JLT, the watching the um, you know, taking what we what we learned from last season, and then what we've learned from the JLT. Who who drops out of the eight and who takes their place in the eight? Adelaide, definitely. Adelaide's yeah. in the Adelaide's eight. Adelaide's in the eight. Adelaide. Who, well, who comes out for you? Who comes out? Who was in there already? So we had uh, Geelong, eighth. They'll stay in there. No, I don't reckon they I will. reckon they Sydney. Sydney will. Wait, GWS or Swans? Swans. Sydney. Swans I said GWS. Yeah, I yeah. said GWS. Um, yeah, so you, who do you reckon will go out, Cattle? Hawthorne or Geelong? Yeah. Oh, I think both Hawthorne, Hawthorne and Geelong. Hawthorne in the top eight? Yeah, or fourth. Really? Yeah, right. they they crashed Jeez. out. They crashed out. They in straight sets mm. lost to. Bloody hell, I didn't even realize they that. lost to Richmond and Melbourne. So, yeah. yeah, I don't think they'll be there. No, it will be for me. Yeah, Hawthorne. I also think I don't think GWS will drop out, but I think they won't be in the top four this year. No, they won't. I think well, they weren't in the top four last I year. I think either. they'll be from from about six to ten. Well, should we round up the teams we think will be in the eight? Yeah. So there'll be Richmond, West Coast, Collingwood. Melbourne, See, Melbourne. I, 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 I don't even have Collingwood in the top four, if I'll be honest with you. I'll have us like really? fifth or sixth. Huh. Nah. It will be oh. a really competitive top eight, trust me. 
I, I don't think I'd be able to pick the top eight. I think the comp's way too close to pick yeah. that. But what I can say is that I think Brisbane won't be anywhere near the bottom. No. They'll yeah. be like mid-table. Same for I Carlton. I think that Brisbane Carlton will be might actually the make the top eight this year. Yeah. Who? Uh, what? Brisbane, Brisbane, Brisbane last year, the amount of games they lost, oh, yeah. close games yeah. they lost, they've gotten better. Mm. They just need to work on their execution. They've got Lockie Neal, who's one of the most like underrated. He's an elite player. Like People don't understand how good he is. And just cause he's yeah, Nat- he's just gonna like that's just it's just gonna be a good team. It was just because he had Nat Fife. He was playing with Nat Fife, so people but would pay attention more than that. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah. I thought you were saying that that means he's not a good player. But yeah, no, he's no. he just didn't get the attention. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. right. They've um, still got a pretty packed midfield, Brisbane. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. Oh, so but who have they lost? Beams. Fit, yeah, he said he fit in really well as well. No offense, 20, Rob, but who cares? Twenty six handballs <laughs> and oh. two kicks or something last JLT round. Yeah. We could argue about this all night, but we'll just leave well, it. Well, it sounds like it's shaping up to be a very banks. exciting season. Well, I it's personally, no clear eight, no clear winners. Yeah, the, uh, the top four for me is Richmond, Melbourne, West Coast. Yeah. And oh. Adelaide fit in top four. Adelaide are in the top four, no, I think, as well. Yeah, I don't reckon Adelaide. You don't reckon? The way that they've played. Oh, they've got all their injuries back for this season. I reckon they'll be really fifth. Good. Fourth, fifth. 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 Yeah, I think fifth's maybe, maybe okay port. to accept. Port? No, they won't the be in the no, eight. Just outside. I don't. Uh, no, it depends. They won't make it, it depends. Uh, I think they really need their signings from last year to step up, like Rockcliffe and Watts. Yeah. Because if they don't step up, because what's his face is out now. Um, Dixon's out for a while, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Two weeks maybe. Wines. How long's Wines out for? Yeah. Wines is three weeks from yeah, the season okay. start. I think. Well, yeah, Wines is three weeks. Oh, well, we'll see how it shapes up, but obviously it's going to be probably one of the closest seasons we've had in probably since 2016. I don't think I don't think Port's one of those teams that can get by without a full team. Yeah. Hmm. If no, they don't have a full team, they'll struggle. So What do I reckon bottom four? Um, Carlton. I, I believe Carlton, it'll be Carlton, Gold Coast, Saints. I think it's hard to not say Gold Coast will be on the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Gold Coast will be bottom. Carlton will probably be a close second bottom. Mm. Uh, you have to say and the Saints. Saints. Yeah. I'm not sure who else would be in there. I mean, maybe Freo. Freo. Where will Freo North? Where do you guys think North four. Melbourne will? I think North Melbourne I think it's will more be likely, there about in the middle. In the middle. I think it's more likely that Freo will be in the bottom four than St Kilda. Yeah. Oh, I don't rate St Kilda. Yeah, they've won two JLT I, games. I don't rate. Not really. I don't rate St Kilda either. But I think in terms of if I was to place a bet on Freo or St Kilda to be in the bottom four, I'd say Freo. So North Melbourne, you don't think is going to be anywhere near no, there? No. no. They'll be, uh, they'll be they'll, somewhere in the middle. I don't think they'll make the eight, but... Eight yeah. to ten wins for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that's about it. Yeah. About it's, covers it. Yeah. yeah. That's all she wrote. All right. Well, uh, we'll see you next week, and we'll have uh-huh. some... We'll have the final teams in the Champions League. Ooh. Also, when are we doing that semis. bloody... Uh, the quarters, when are we quarters, doing so. that trivia? When Soon, uh, we get some questions together, Tom. All right. <laughs> we'll Good answer. Yeah. All right. Until then. Catches.